welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Jay Hood. Cap is off today here on this football Friday, a snowy Friday here in downtown Chicago. We'll open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. That's our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where you can watch this show and every show here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Glad to have you in today. Um, still to come, we're going to have Tracy Butler with our weekend weather. She's going to be with us as she does every Friday at 950. We'll open up the Friday folder because Cap can't stop talking. There's a lot of stuff we never get to. And so we will have our Friday folder, things that we missed uh, all week, we'll have that at 935 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you know who I am. I'm Jonathan Hood. I'm a lifelong Southsider, White Sox fan. I love all Chicago sports. And I'm just a big sports fan. As I've always said over the years, what I'm doing now, I did bars and lounges on the South Side and West Side uh, for uh, the majority of my adulthood. I will be doing this at the bar. The only difference is I'm getting up early in the morning and doing this on a microphone. So what I'm talking about now, I'll be talking with friends or uh, meeting new friends and talking sports. So I'm no different than I am just out talking sports and having a fun time and having laughs and making fun of stuff we see on TV all the time at a bar. So I've got no beer. I got coffee and I'm in the studio with you talking sports. So that's who I am. But I think that all of us as sports fans have this one special moment in sports, whether it's the Super Bowl or whether it's the World Series or Stanley Cup, there's something for us sports fans. We're like, man, I cannot wait for this to start. I cannot wait for this. Where it's your sports Christmas. It's your sports holiday. And for Shea, he believes that what's happening right now in the National Football League with the division round uh, matchups going into the Final Four, going to the Super Bowl is your f- football Christmas. But I said it's the Final Four. You say this weekend... For you, Shay, is your football Christmas, right? This is the cream of the crop to me. This is when, like the Final Four, sometimes you get the disappointing games. I always uh. think of the Patriots blasting the Colts a few times. Um, this weekend usually delivers at a very high level. Last year, it was arguably the best weekend of football ever. You know, three straight games end with uh, field goal being the difference. And then the final one ends in overtime with a walk-off touchdown. Arguably the best football weekend ever. I think this is the weekend where you just get four games all on an island. You sit down, watch them all start to finish. And it's between, typically, the eight best teams in the NFL. Now, for some, their Christmas is the World Series. No matter if their team is in it or not. And I can understand because there is a strong section of people in this country that watch baseball and say, Man, I cannot wait to see the World Series because it's in your veins. It's something that you grew up with. And so you have so much fun watching the World Series. And so baseball is, is one thing that was, that was for me as a kid. I couldn't wait to see the World Series. I remember the first World Series I remember was 82 watching St. Louis and, and Milwaukee. And it's like, wow, this is great to see the juxtaposition of the hairy-chested sluggers of the Brewers hitting home runs and then the speedy Cardinals. That's the first one I remember. I was like, wow, baseball's pretty awesome. But that's how I grew up. Baseball was awesome because it was front and center for all of us as sports fans. And, of course, as I grew into being a college football fan, there's nothing like the national championship game. right? And obviously, as of late, as a Georgia guy, uh, it is so much fun to watch a national championship game uh, for some Blowout. I had a hard time. What you know? What I enjoyed all of it. Every snap. I don't care who Georgia was fa- facing. I loved watching the national championship game because 
for years. And again, if you've heard me for a long time, you know how much I love college football. And I try to hold up college football wherever I've worked and tried to say, I don't care if I work at Chicago or not. College football helps me be able to understand the draft a lot more. It's one of the things that attracted me to college football and watching these bowl games. I have a better understanding of the draft because I'm so into college football. But I can understand when someone looks at the playoffs and the NFL and say, oh, man, this is it. But I think it feels different now because of how young these quarterbacks are. And also the randomness of the NFL makes it fun as well. It's not like a Lombardi trophy staying in one city for four or five years like you get in the NBA from, from time to time. It can move around, and it makes it interesting. The parody, some people don't like parody. Some people want to see one dominant champion and that champion be able to dominate other teams. Actually, the, the parody in, in uh, the NFL is pretty strong. I look at these teams, and as much as I've got a burning ticket in my wallet for Buffalo, it doesn't mean that they're going to win. I think that that's the thing that keeps the NFL vibrant. Young, what's next, what the storylines are, what's the controversy, and also you don't know who's going to win from, from year to year. And also it keeps the majority of the country engaged. Uh, fantasy football and gambling to the side. If you're a diehard fan, it keeps you engaged like, oh, well, you know what? A couple of moves here, a couple of draft picks there. Get the quarterback right, offense. You know what? It could be my team. This is what we're saying as Bears fans, <laughs> right? There's a number of markets like that, including this one. It's like, yeah, you get the couple of draft picks here. and you know, you know, Maybe we could do something. So I can understand why Shea would say that. But if I'm going to narrow down football Christmas or, or Christmas, if I had one to pick, for me, it's a national championship game for college. And it's not just because Georgia's going to, I mean, Georgia helps that, but I always look forward to that because you get all these bowl games out of the way and it comes down to the best of the best. And I never complain about how many hours it is. It's so funny that those on the outside of college say, it's, you know, it, hey, this is a four-hour game. Did you see some of these uh, playoff games that go about 340, 345, three hours and 45 minutes? As long as you're having a good time, I don't care how long it is. So I love that. But when I was a kid, it was World Series. Now it's a college football championship. So let's ask the question to you. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. So what is your football Christmas? Meaning that, uh, I'm sorry, what is your sports Christmas? I say football. What is your sports Christmas? Meaning that the one event that you cannot wait to see in sports. Now, of course, my partner would give you something from horse racing, probably the Kentucky Derby. I'm sure because he's a horse racing guy. Wouldn't even give you something interesting, like Belmont. Wouldn't even give you something fun. <laughs> you think just go, ah, it's the Derby. Ah, it's the first weekend of March Madness. He would he would say, like, the Kentucky Derby or the first weekend of March Madness. You know and, what he would say is opening day for baseball? I'm sure that would be on his list, yeah, because it's in his veins. I get that. But some would say in golf it would be the Masters, that they cannot wait for the major for golf, that that's their sports Christmas. They can't wait for that to start. The Masters. Someone says the Stanley Cup final when it comes to the hockey. So they can't wait because many will tell you, you know, the best playoffs are in hockey. Well, I mean, depending if you're into it, sure, absolutely. So we're asking, what is your sports Christmas? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. So other examples of that is like tennis, like Wimbledon. People look at Wimbledon and say, okay, that is, I can't wait for that to start. The Australian Open is taking place right now in tennis. They cannot wait for that. I mentioned golf, and I can understand why, because for golf, I'm into just the majors. Nothing against golf, but outside of the majors, I don't watch a lot of it. But I think it's very interesting. 
you NASCAR people with the Daytona 500 that says that marks sometimes the beginning of NASCAR for you. The NBA Finals, huge NBA fan. If you listen to me over the years, you know, I love the watching the Bulls in the NBA, the NBA Finals. Interesting because, again, five games and go seven games. Fun to see. But for me, it's still the national championship game. It wasn't aesthetically pleasing for everybody. But you know what? I enjoyed it <laughs> because it was my team winning. And again, going back to college basketball, for some, it's the first weekend in March Madness. And for others, it's the final four. And so that's what we're talking to you about this morning, because for Shea, right now, for a, for a football, this is his sports Christmas. He says, I cannot wait for these games to take place on Saturday and Sunday. And you know what? I agree with him. I can't wait for him either. But I'm more of the Final Four guy when it comes to uh, the NFL. Those Final Four to determine who goes to the Super Bowl, I really, really enjoy that. So let's get your thoughts in here. 312-332-3776. You heard our choices. And now we'll get to your choice as far as... What excites you, your sports Christmas? You can't wait for what to happen for you as a sports fan. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. Al in Lamont on Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000. All right, Al. Buddy, good job, buddy. Uh, for me, honestly, I think it's just the month of October because I've got playoff baseball. I love baseball. I've got uh, – we're, we're in deep into the NFL. I've got the NBA starting and a little bit of hockey here and there. I'm not mm-hmm. a diehard, but – I've got all four sports, so that tells me I've got something to watch pretty much every night. And for me, that's kind of the best time of the year for me personally. So the more sports, the better for you, right, Al? Yeah, but baseball, playoff baseball, I love it. I know I sound like an old guy, but man, I do love baseball. But I love the you know the White Sox and the Bears. So I get I get something every year. Obviously, the Sox not this year, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, we had this discussion on the show not too long ago about the best sports month. I think you nailed it with October because there's so many moving parts there. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call, buddy. Al, thanks for making your call. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. There he is. It's downtown Dean on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, uh, Hoodie, and good morning to Shay and everyone else in the studio. Good morning. Hey, did you... Did you hear our guy, Sylvie, the other day after you guys were talking about the Wienermobile? <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not hear this. Tell me more. Oh, that afternoon he was, he was going, <laughs> I did not hear. Yeah, the Wienermobile. We just saw that and how you can get paid. I think it was like something like 37 grand for the Wienermobile. Pretty cool. Yeah, but you would have thought that you guys were doing a Waddles World segment the way he was—he was freaking out. Oh, okay. Well, I—I well. I will say year year round hoodie. The first thing that comes to mind, I was telling Shay, and I'm not—I'm not piggybacking or hopping on Cap's wagon right now because he'll say anything when it's the time that. Oh, this is. This is the best weekend of the year, kid. I'm just telling you. <laughs> no matter what it is. I always think of that first weekend of March Madness. I love the tournament, and I love the uh, the amount of games, the volume of games you get, and just the heartbreak. And when I was a kid, it was my favorite, and it still is. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to mention is the residential food expert on ESPN 1000 mm-hmm. because I am an actual foodie hoodie. I'm a restaurateur. I yes, own a restaurant. Yes, you I'm are. not just a self-proclaimed foodie. It's a def- it's by definition. Um, I will say this. American cheese 
It's really for kids on a sandwich. You never want it on a cold sandwich. Uh-huh. But the melting factor, it's so great on a burger because of the creaminess. I love, give me a rare burger yeah. with American cheese, a little mayo, and uh, mayo on the bottom bun just to soak up the blood and some grilled onions. Take that, kid! <laughs> Thank you very much for the phone call. So you heard that, Shay. Downtown D, if he's going to have a burger, it's got to still be moving. He said rare. He likes the mayo to me soak. Me too. Yeah but, yeah, but he likes the blood soaking up the mayo on the bottom of the bun. That's what he just told us. Come on now. Rare? Uh, you just want it right out of the package. No, no cooking of it at all. That's ridiculous. It's, uh, it might be healthy, but that's just it's ridiculous, Danny. Absolutely not. I don't want my, my food still moving. I like to have a little bit of a, a little sear, a little cook, if you could. Just a little bit. I don't want it still be moving and, and bleeding on the bottom of the plate. That's nasty. That's absolutely nasty. All right, coming up, uh, the aforementioned Danny's going to put money in your pocket, and we'll take more of your phone calls, 312-332-3776. Shea says that this weekend for football is his Christmas for sports. What is it for you, the one event for sports you're like, oh, man, I can't wait for this to happen? Tell me what it is. We'll talk about it coming up next Friday Folder at 935 on Cap and J-Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Cap and Jay Hood show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So glad you're with us here on this football Friday. Still to come, we'll open up the Friday folder at 935. Brought to you by ETI School and, of course, Tracy Butler with Weekend Weather from ABC7 Eyewitness News at 9.50 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. If you're just joining us, thanks for being part of the show. We're just talking to you about your sports Christmas. Your sports Christmas, meaning the one event that you cannot wait to see. Now, Shay Norling, our executive producer, said that this weekend of football, that's his sports Christmas. Like, he's not leaving the couch. Saturday and Sunday, he's going to watch. I mentioned the national championship game. I'm also a big NBA fan, so I love the NBA Finals as well. But when I was a kid, definitely it was the World Series. And, it's, and by the way, if Shay, sometimes, and this is more your generation than mine, when people open up Twitter or open up you know, whatever newspaper that they see online, they see the ratings, right? And ratings, for whatever reason, kind of rule the interest of some fans. Like they'll say, oh, the World Series only had a 12.1. Well, the average person doesn't know what that really means. I think when it's explained to us in the building, we know what that means. But people look at it as like, well, it's not popular, so I'm not going to watch. Oh, I mean, that person didn't watch, or it looks like that's not popular, MLS or whatever. That, and they're not gonna, so I'm not going to watch. I don't agree with that. You love what you want to love. Don't let... Uh, ratings or someone influence you say, don't watch that garbage. Watch what you want to watch. We're all sports fans. You enjoy what you want to enjoy. But I think sometimes, based on what's being written, it's, they influence fans away from sports. And the same thing with baseball. My bigger point of this is is that no matter the, the ratings that we see for baseball, and we see it all the time, right, where it's like, oh, baseball's at an all-time low. Last 20 years, it's never been this low. You know what? You watch what you want to watch. Ultimately, it's about gambling for some, fantasy for others, or just the enjoyment of the game. But that's, I think in some ways, Shay, it's the whole thing of, man, 
you know, it, this sport doesn't seem popular, so I'm not going to watch. You watch what you want to watch. I have friends ask me if I think baseball's dying, and I go, no, no. No. It's just, if you don't have a team in your city that's good, you might not think it exists, but then when the team in your city's good, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Watch what you want to watch. And and for for people around these parts, if you don't enjoy the sport, gamble on it. Cap. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the only way you can get them to watch college football is if you tell them a bet. That's true. Hey, Clemson's playing. They are? Who are they playing? Yeah, how about just... that a couple weeks ago yesterday saying, I watch Clemson all the time. Didn't even know if he won the bowl game or not. <laughs> He's funny. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. What is your sports Christmas? Tom in Oak Lawn on ESPN 1000 with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Tom. Uh, morning, Hoodie. So growing up, it was always August just mm-hmm. because, um, first of all, you still got baseball, so you can pay attention to the White Sox. But I, growing up, I always I loved playing football, mm-hmm. and that was when I got excited because I knew football season was coming. And, and whether it was – when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, all the way through, even doing two days at uh, St. Rita for high school. Mm-hmm. It was just, that's what got me excited. And even now, in, when it's August, I could still smell the grass and everything like that, and it gets me excited for football. And even more so now as a dad, because now my son has that, and he cannot wait for football practices to start in August so then he can, you know, play football and get together with his friends and everything like that. Tom, so. Tom, he's not in high school yet, is he? No, he's 10. Yeah. <laughs> is he going is he going to Rita's as we say in on the south side is he going to Rita's? <laughs> well, I I I told yes. so <laughs> Yes, I, he is. <laughs> so I sent I, so last year he went to the Marist football camp. Yeah. This year he's going to Rice. I figure next year he's going to go to Rita, and I figure at eighth grade he can pick wherever he wants. So, so as long as okay. I can, hey, as long as I can afford it, if he wants to go to Rita, Rice, Maris, wherever, just as long as it's not Mount Carmel. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that. I knew it was coming. You're going to take a shot at the caravan. You don't want your son over there, 64th and Dante. I understand. I, I, that's really funny. I was waiting for the punchline. I knew there was going to shot at, at uh, Mount Carmel. That's very funny. Tom, we appreciate the phone call. Leaves line open, 312-332-3776 for your sports Christmas. I mentioned national championship game, and Shea said this weekend. What about you? Uh, Skokie here. Steve on ESPN 1000. Steve, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're both fine, thank you. Thanks. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Olympics. When I was growing up, that was like the epic moment for for me and my family. You know, it brought together so many athletes that, that you never got to see on television. You would read articles about some of these iconic people in sports. Teofilo Stevenson, the, the, the great boxer from Cuba. Mm-hmm. You'd hear about the, you know, the Russian hockey team. But you never actually get to see them on TV a lot, if at all, until uh, the Olympics came around on TV. And you get to sit around and, and watch these, you know, these, these great athletes and the, and the competition and the rivalries. And now, you know, now that they've opened up the, the sport to, to professionals on a global level, you know, it, it's, 
the, the surprise and the, the anticipation isn't there as it used to be. But growing up, that's what it was for me. Oh, uh, by the way, which year for you? Because you had to get the bug at some point. You go back to as far oh, as eighty four, nineteen eighty for sure. Eighty, okay. You know, yeah, 80. the Olympic. You know, the 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 you know the epic Olympic hockey team. But I was oh, also yeah. I was also a huge boxing fan back in the in the early seventies, and so. Uh, so even '76 did it for me as well. They when the U.S. had that great boxing team. You know, um, you know what I liked about it as a kid in the '80s, Steve, as an '80s kid, just more sports on TV. Like, what is this? Who, who are these people? And you'd read about them in the papers all the time because it wasn't Cubs, Sox, Bulls, Bears, Sting, or whatever, right? Oh, a hundred percent, right? Or you'd you'd uh, you know when Sports Illustrated was the subscription that you know you know that all the kids and, and dads would get. You'd you'd read about these these teams and these athletes as well. Steve, I'm glad you checked in. Appreciate your telephone call, Farmington, Minnesota, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Curtis on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Curtis. Good morning, Shay and Hoodie. Pop 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 pop. I wasn't <laughs> Thank ready. Thank you so much. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Uh, a, a quick shout out to Shay. Uh, I was I was doing a call the other day with you uh, talking about the uh, Burger King commercial. You had me dying so hard. Yes, uh, I was so funny. Thank you so much because you you are you were. I was thinking the same very uh, the very same thing about that commercial. Whopper, whopper, uh, whopper, whopper, junior <laughs> double, triple whopper. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I needed that laugh so bad. Um, but for me, I would say uh, um, the Royal Rumble. I know a lot of people will say, you know, the Super Bowl and all this stuff. But for me, the Royal Rumble, because uh, they do a lot of uh, people uh, during the Royal Rumble, they will have some uh, wrestlers from, you know, John Cena, uh, The Undertaker, Batista, someone that you don't normally see on the rotation. And like, oh, this guy, oh, this guy, this person. So uh, that is the intrigue for me. And uh, maybe tables, ladders, and chairs. That will be uh, the next one for the, uh, uh, the money in the bank. That will be the uh, the intrigue for me. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Hoodie. You are so good. Uh, you are, you guys, I'm telling you, you, this radio station is by far the best radio station. I, I, it's, it's so good to have you guys a part, um, have you guys part of my life. And when I tune in every day, even though I don't call in as much as I should, I keep it locked in all the time. I'll, I'll here in the snow. <laughs> I appreciate you, Curtis. Thank you so much for listening. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, in London, England, listening on the ESPN Chicago app, here's Matt on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, bruv. Yes, good morning, Hoodie. And uh, happy uh, birthday to Frankie Knuckles, who's obviously he's no longer with us. So his birthday was a couple of days ago. Yes, sir. The Chicago house icon. And that's what I'd say like there. So every year... When the Super Bowl's on, I go to the States and I pick a city and I watch it in a pub. And I'm a Bears fan and I'm dying, I'm dying for the Bears to get there because obviously I'm not going to be able to get tickets for the Super Bowl if ever we get there. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to Chicago and I'm going to watch it in a pub. Doesn't matter where it is, but so far I've been to San Diego, New York many times, and this year I'm going to Nashville. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to Nashville. So uh so 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 I don't know what the house music community's like in Nashville because obviously they're country music, but yeah, you know, uh, I mean every year I go to uh the States to watch it in a pub. Uh I've done it for the last twelve years, uh yeah. obviously. Well, uh, that, you know, uh, minus COVID, you know, and stuff. So yeah. Cool, man. You got to bring your turntables wherever you go because you're going to have to do a mix in some, <laughs> one of these bars. You have to do it. 
Well, I do normally sort of try and get some gigs, you know. I mean, for many years I was going out to New York and I was touring around parts of Brooklyn and stuff and playing there. And uh, and I've only been to Chicago once, but that was in the summer. So, so uh, I'm so yeah. I mean, I know the weather out there is brutal at the moment, but you know what? It's got to be done. It's, it's a, here's a little bit of house music for you right here. This is I know you're already playing this in London, right? You you banging this right here? Oh man. Uh, that is the first house music number one that got to, that, that, sorry that got to number one in the UK. Steve Hill, Curly Jack, your body, amazing. <laughs> there you go, there you go, Johnny. Telling you that Jack, your body, man, is like number one in London. You see that? Our guy Matt, a DJ uh, in London, loves his house music as much as I do. Uh, I'm glad he checked in. Appreciate your telephone call. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We have a voluminous Friday folder which we'll get to. That is coming up next. Cap and J Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J Hood. The Bulls beat the Pistons in Paris 126 to 108 behind 30 points from Zach Levine. The Blackhawks beat the Flyers 4 to 1 for their fifth win in six games. And Mike Bray is stepping down as Notre Dame basketball coach at the end of the year. Because it's Friday. It's time for the Friday folder. And you ain't got shit to do. On the Cap and J Hood Show. Friday folder here on Cap and Jay Hood. Cap is off today. I'm Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And the Friday folder is brought to you by ETI School. Now, something else along with that headline, Shay Norling is Loyola Marymount defeating Gonzaga, halting the 76-game winning streak for the Zags. That's a team you always bet against, everybody. Just keep betting against them. No national championship coming there. You know, one of the biggest the biggest monetary bet. This is such a cap thing. Now Danny's in my head. One of the biggest monetary bets I ever made was on Gonzaga to win that national t- championship against Baylor, yeah. and it was over in two minutes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I like to be on the other side of that that game yesterday. By the way, Loyola Marymount. Oh, that would have been nice. I don't know where. I don't know what the spread was. It had to be fifteen. Probably. No idea. Probably right. Uh, so. Uh, How the mighty have fallen, those Bulldogs. Yeah, they're just it's weird. All right. What didn't we get to today, uh, this week? Well, I want to start with something that irked you a little bit. Joe Kelly wrote a book. That's correct. Joe Kelly wrote a book, and I don't understand why. Your career's not over, right? You're not Jim Bouton. You're not a guy that's going to be where people are going to go rushing over to read your book. I just thought that was just kind of odd. Now, I know that he's polarizing Joe Kelly, but probably the right guy for the White Sox because they like guys with a little bit of an edge. And that's what Joe Kelly has. Um, but I was just surprised by that, that Joe Kelly has a book out. What, what would be interesting in a Joe Kelly book outside of him walking off the mound and licking, sticking his tongue out at the opposition? It's like the most random name to write a big book on baseball and like isn't it the titles about saving america's game or something reclaiming america's game it's i i like joe kelly admittedly i like the the big personality i like the uh waving his head at correa whoever that was doing the the pucker face yes i enjoy that but i don't the book thing like wait till you're a few years later or you have this legacy built up i think I get pe- whatever. More power to you. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it was just a piece in the Sun t- and uh, Tribune I read about that, and I just kind of thought, Joe Kelly, really? 
I mean, I, I mean, maybe when your career's over, then maybe there's more to say. But I just does part of your angst about this stem from the fact that he was. Uh, uh, throwing the ball with his eyes closed for much of the year for the White Sox. <laughs> I think it, I think it was at least it appeared that way. From his book, Kelly hates the Houston Astros. Uh, he likes to fight. It says here by Hart's book, Kelly hoped that he could stay at Dodger. But was surprised that the White Sox was interested in him. Those are just some of the experts in there. I'm just kind of like, okay, then what? So he enjoys Dylan Cease's poetry. I didn't know Dylan Cease was a poet. Yeah, I don't even know if that should be out. I don't know if Dilly wants that out, actually. You know what should be out is a book of Dylan Cease's poems. Let's get a little Walt Whitman leaves the grass going, Dylan. Come on. That, that's a book I want to read. Guy was runner-up for Cy Young. Joe Kelly, keep it. Dylan Cease book collection of poems? That's what I want. I don't know if that should have been out there. I don't know if it was it was Joe Kelly's place to put that out there. But All right, what else? Uh, I saw this on Twitter. The Mil- you know, like most teams uh, in professional sports have the T-shirt cannon. Yeah. They'll pull out and you know, shoot T-shirts yes. out into the stands. The Milwaukee Bucks have a cannon that fires bratwurst into the stands. Oh, that'd be all for that. I got long enough arms to get that. Better I- or worse than the T-shirt cannon? Uh, better. Food is in there. Now, here's a question. Is it packed with condiments, too, or is it just a plain brat? It's a plain brat. There was a photo, and it was a very gray-looking bratwurst. <laughs> gray, the way you like it. A rare bratwurst, right out of the package. See, the hot dog brat thing, like, even the burger. I want the burger a little more well done. Steak, rare. Nothing higher than rare. But burger, a little more well done, because rare kind of gets loose and a little gross. Uh, the brat, the hot dog, char it. I want it, like borderline burnt really yeah no in between with you with this rare or either burnt that's what i'm learning right now like, like the steak can be medium right it's uh, like lightly medium i'm fine with that and i want the bratwurst how it comes it's great but just if there's no condiments wrapped up in that shouldn't there be a, some mustard some sauerkraut in there as well you got room put it in the foil wrap you know it all what? up i'm a plain hot dog guy no, no condiments nothing okay so you're not a ketchup guy or a mustard guy? No, certainly all. not ketchup or mustard, no. Okay. The relish? No. no nothing. S- Genuinely nothing. Just the hot dog, the two pieces, the, t- the bun. That's it. Pickles, onions? Nothing. Sesame seed bun? Plain. Sesame seed bun is cool, but plain. Oh, man. Boy, that's high living, boy. That's farting through silk what you're doing. That's high living. Nothing around it. Just the just the food. That's right. And that, so the hot dog better be damn good. It's got to be good enough to survive on its own. You pack all that other garbage in it, then you, it, you're really just eating the other garbage, and the the beef is a vessel. Chase, do you like uh, condiments on your hot dog? Hello. You like condiments on your hot dog, Chase? No, I don't not even eat a hot dog eater. I don't even like hot dogs. I, I used when I was little. I used to eat them all the time, and after a while, I got tired of eating it. What, what about burgers? You like anything on your burger? Um, more times than not, I like the only thing I like on my burgers: cheese, um, probably lettuce, probably pickles, and that's it. Onions. I mean, like me, I'm, I prefer my burgers like grilled rather than fried because grill is just something about that fresh grill. I don't know. It's just that, so do you know, man, that Southside taste of grilled burgers, you know. <laughs> so, so, he, so there you go, Shay. He likes a little lettuce on there as well. So you wouldn't even have lettuce on your on your burger. Is that what you're saying? Not even lettuce? Nothing. Yeah. Plain. All right. What else is in the folder? Uh, we got to hear from Stephen A. Smith, who was on Sherry Shepard's show and talked about uh, Rihanna's upcoming halftime performance at the Super Bowl. There's, There's one thing she's not. Uh-huh. 
she ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Oh my the god. The way the crowd reacts just kills me. Oh my god. The the way it's like you would have thought he stood up on that stage and shot one of their family members, the way that crowd reacts. When he just says she's not Beyonce. The man just has an opinion. And the crowd <gasps> <laughs> well, if, shout out to Sherry Shepard for calming the crowd because they were going to come after him. They're going to come out of their seats and start beating on the top of the head of Stephen A. Hold up, hold up, hold on I a know second. She's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Do you hear how offended they are? What you say, MFA? What you say? All of a sudden, the women start swinging the purses at them. Their clutch purse. Hammering away at Stephen A. Don't be hitting me up in my head. I mean, could you imagine that? I can't believe they weren't throwing things at him the way they reacted to that. Okay. He had to issue an apology hoodie. I saw this. And can I just tell you, I did not text Steve on this. But here's what's happened. A short breakdown. Here's what's happened, Shay. (sighs) Unlike me, Steve cannot turn off Stephen A. Smith. Can't turn it off, right? You're on a talk show to promote your book, and I'm happy that he's got his memoir out there and he's got his book. And they're talking about the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. And instead of just saying, you know what, I'm really happy that Rihanna's got this opportunity, he takes first take to the Sherry Shepard show. He takes it to podcasts. He takes it, everything is this against this, and he can't turn it off. I didn't text Steve on this, but I would tell him, like, even Rihanna and Beyonce, you can't win. I'm just telling you, like, Rihanna is, is great, but she's no Beyonce. Well, I mean, look, like, Bart Scott's not debating you on this. It's just that, hey, hey, I'm happy for Rihanna, right? I'm glad she's getting up. So you don't have to lessen and bring down Rihanna to be able to exalt Beyonce. They're both can't great. Wait. Right? They're both great, but he can't turn it off. Instead of just saying, I'm happy for Rihanna, it's going to be great. I mean, she's fantastic. She's a rising star. I mean, Rihanna. And the way he said it, though. Uh, uh, the way he said, she's, she's no Beyonce. You know, that's crazy. Give it's me- so good. It's such perfect Stephen A. delivery of Rihanna's this and that. She's great. She's wonderful. But one thing, she's not. Right. She's not Beyonce. Give me, uh, Johnny, give me my, my board here. I mean, I just, I just want to give a little sample here. There's but- one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. I still can't get over that crowd. I mean, you really would have thought he committed some heinous crime on that stage, the way these people react. You hear the one woman at the start of that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I can't believe the reaction. Hoodie, you know what we have to do with this. Hmm. Beyonce or Rihanna. Oh, my God. I'm going to put it on the poll, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They'll think I'm asking the question and I'm going to get attacked because, you know, it trends, right? We're going to get so many quote tweets on this. Oh, my God. First of all, I mean, we get a lot of that, right? First of all, Beyonce is the goat, all this stuff. And But why can't Steven just go in there? Steve, say something nice about Rihanna. It's not a Rihanna against Beyonce, but he made it that way. So so now he's a three-minute apology in a van someplace. I saw the video, just like, I just want to apologize, girl. You know, you know, you're great, but you know Beyonce. By the size of that SUV, it's like he's getting kidnapped. Like it looks like (laughs) this some terrible spy movie. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. 
Oh, man. I just keep waiting for the driver to throw a bag over his head. <laughs> like, it's the, the apology video is really like a hostage situation. By the way, the answer is Rihanna. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, do we have one more before we hear from Tracy? Is there one more in the folder we did not get to? Yeah, a woman at the Atlanta airport uh, tried to leave uh, Twin Peaks, I think, without paying for her meal. Yeah. And uh, so they went after her because obviously she has to pay for that. So her response to being, I guess, hunted for not paying for her meal was to attack everybody with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do not understand this lady. I mean, you have to pay for your meal. Yeah, she's you know, she's she's opened up the fire hydrant, uh, the um, fire extinguisher, and just started spraying everybody. <laughs> she used that as a mask. Like, if I spray everybody, then they'll go back, and I can make a run for it. That's exactly what she did. But really, what, if somebody sprayed you with a fire extinguisher, you would stop whatever you're doing and wonder why they chose to spray you with a fire extinguisher <laughs> just to get out of that meal. Crazy lady. My God. All right, that is a Friday folder. I think we got to everything that we missed this week. Uh, brought to you by ETI School. Uh, all right, coming up, we'll hear from Tracy Butler to find out what's going to happen with the weekend weather. That's coming up next. You're listening to Cap and J. Hood weekday mornings at 7. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Jose Sanders back with you here on ESPN Chicago. Tracy Butler with our weekend weather. And don't forget the Friday folder was just brought to you by ETI School of Skilled Trades. Good morning, Tracy. Oh, the weather. It's a few flurries and a little bit inclement this morning. <laughs> it's like my favorite part of the week. <laughs> <laughs> a little inclement this morning. Like it's your fault. Real? Okay, you know what? Mm. On this date in 1985, I know you're, uh, you're, you were a tot or a youngin' oh, yeah, or maybe sure. not even around. Yeah. But 1985, January 20th, we are all-time record low of 27 degrees below zero. Wow. On this day. Wow. And... So far this year, our coldest temperature has been 24 degrees on the plus side. Yes. And we've only had three days this whole winter that have dropped below zero. Mm. Uh, it's crazy. Yes. I'm not complaining. No, I know. Zero. No complaints from me. I usually don't complain to you because we just go through it because we're in Chicago. But I've got no complaints about what we've been going through. You know who's complaining? And I understand their complaints. Mm. The people who, you know, service furnaces and the people who <laughs> plow snow. And, you know, I, I get it. I know. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of in a snow drought now. We will get a little snow this weekend, mm -hmm. maybe about an inch. I'm also watching something maybe Tuesday night, Wednesday time frame for next week. So that's a little tease for you for oh. next week. So, but the end of next week looks pretty cold with highs only in the 20s. Okay. So to me, this has been perfect. I've had a yes. great time with this winter. But, I'm just, but I, we always wonder what happens in April and May and whether or not it, we will have bad temperatures and we'll have storms during that time. I know you may can you probably cannot uh, forecast that far in advance, but I'm in, I'm concerned about April and May because we got to go through opening day for baseball. Right. How many games will be canceled if that's the case? That's what my that's my concern. Not now, but April and May. And we have this conversation like every year. Yeah. Like, should opening day be delayed? Here anyway. I mean, should they, should they be playing those ball games mainly in the southern cities mm -hmm. and and all of that? 
And that is a big concern. And I talk about this all the time. I mean, statistically, I feel like our seasons continue a little bit of a shift. Mm -hmm. And, you know, where's winter been? We hardly had any snow in December. We've had none. We've had four-tenths of an inch of snow this January. Normally, by this time in January, we should have six and a half inches of snow. Totally fine without it. I know. <laughs> totally fine I know without you it. are. Tracy Butler's brought to you by Shady Rays, and now it's time for the Cap and J Hood Cut of the Day, brought to you by Chicago Cut. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Today, Shay, is uh, National Cheese Day. National Cheese Day. What's your favorite cheese? Cheddar. The classic. Mozzarella's good. I'm looking at a list here of the top five cheeses. Cheddar is number one. I guess it was on, if this is on Family Feud, <laughs> top five cheeses on the board. <laughs> so if Steve Harvey's there, right? The big mustache. I uh, say American Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear her? Her ass said. <laughs> her ass said. Velveeta. This woman here <laughs> says Velveeta. <laughs> Let's do this again. <laughs> and that is the Captain J Hood cut of the day. What's your favorite cheese, Tracy Butler? Lando Lakes Yellow American Slice Thin. American cheese. Yes. Do you even know what American? I mean, do you even know where it comes from? I love the way it tastes. That's all I'm saying. How ridiculous is that, Shay? That's all. I'm, what's wrong with that? I mean, but, but we, but what about Gouda? And what about Pepper Jack? Lando Lakes Yellow American Slice Thin, please. I'll take a half a pound. <laughs> All right. Well, we thank you for listening and twitching and being part of the program here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Thanks for you for being with us. Thank you, uh, Jay Moore. Thank you, Shay. And thank you for being cheesy. Uh, <laughs> you, you and your American cheese. Not even cheddar. You give us American in that spot. Yeah. My God, American girl, Tom Petty. But we don't. We, we you don't know where it came from, though. Like cheddar, pepper jack, mozzarella, Lando Lakes, Yellow American. <laughs> That's so <laughs> ridiculous. For Cap, I'm Jay Hood. We're back with you Monday for another edition of the Cap and Jay Hood Show. Enjoy your weekend, and so long, everybody. Go, go, go.